You're listening. No. You're listening to the Buns.com Podcast Network. (laughs) (laughs) Buns, Buns, Buns. I want to give you something real, but I don't know where to start. Darling, let's make a deal. I want to give you my heart. I would trade anything for love. Hey guys, welcome to the Buns Podcast. Um... Might sound a little different today. I'm recording this in my car. Things are a little bit hectic, but the interview today is with none other than Bun celebrity Boris. I'll get into that in a little bit. But how has your week been? Have you done any trades? I hope uh, I hope things are going well. I hope the cold weather isn't uh, dissuading you from trading. Although it's not that cold by comparison, I guess. Uh, yeah. I mean, me, I've been kind of hibernating, Uh, a lot of work going on, so I haven't done all that many trades, but uh, I hope to get back out there soon. Anyway, let's see what the rest of Buns is up to on This Week in Buns. All right. Hello, hello. It's me, your girl, Laura LDM. How we hit it here. You know how it goes. <laughs> Just kidding. Um, so yeah, we're on week three of Oren Bean Vamoose out the dough in Korea. I'll literally like DM him and stuff. And he looks like he's having a great ass time. Miss him. But what can you do? The show must go on. It must go on. And that's how we hit it here. <laughs> um, okay, so welcome back to another week of This Week in Buns, where I look at all the great stories about what happened during the week. I think I'm going to leave this podcast and start my solo career as a singer but that's something we can talk about later again the best of the best stories coming from all the zones coming to you now from your girl laura so let's hit it um first post that i found was the most fun like the quickest turnaround in like an update ever recorded on buns so adam being the wonderful torontonian that he is posts iso help dog at college in euclid euclid wandered wandering around so there's like this lost dog i guess this random dog that's just wandering around owner nowhere to be found post an update literally what was the time a few hours no no sorry 20 minutes later being like update found the owner and it's literally just this random pick of the dog so this is amazing how we he literally maybe it was like a panic post where he's like there's a dog buns and as usual it comes through and we got this diggity dog found i just love the quick turnaround time of this one next is um a really funny um trade exchange um now this woman is searching out a tech loving buns So she's looking for someone to help learn like a coding tool. Now, I don't know a lot, okay? I don't know a lot about technology or things of that nature, but she's essentially, it's for an assignment that's due and she needs help learning this SQL software. Her exchanges are a little um, 
interesting. The one most notably is cuddles with my buns. In exchange, I can trade you cuddles with my buns. Somebody replies being, um, well, the service that you're looking for is actual, um, is actually competitive and, uh, my, or not competitive, sorry, um, is actually a professional service and it might be best if you just go to the buns employment zone, but be aware that you're really probably going to have to pay for a service like this because of like, it needs to be a professional working person. She goes, I don't have any money. But what this girl does have is cuddles with her buns. So if you're interested in that, you know a lot about tech, reach out, man. Reach out. Next, ISO a porter code. If anyone wants to help an injured bean get home to her parents. This was posted and obviously buns comes through. So um, obviously buns comes through as we know. And we get a discount code posted to the link here. 25% off today only. Now this was four days ago and I wanna go fly somewhere. So I wish I was aware of this code when it came out, but what are you gonna do? But I'm just so curious as to what happened. Like she, she's an injured little lady, like gotta get home. I just wonder like what happened? Like it's the most like vague statement and like bun still comes through as per UL. But damn, like, I hope this girl's okay. Hope you're okay, honey. This is a fun story um, that's just, like, really sweet. You know, we have those, like, heartwarming moments always on this, uh, on the trading zones here. Sarah posts, hey, Buns, ISO, your biggest help. Does anyone know where we can rent, rent wheelchairs first thing in the morning? Or does anyone have one that we can borrow? My parents are here for the weekend, and my dad forgot to bring my mom's wheelchair. Name your trade. It's my son's sixth birthday and they're traveling in here from Ottawa. And my boy just wants his Nana to come to the party with us tomorrow. That's so sweet. Like, okay, number one, terrible husband. How do you forget your wife's wheelchair? That's like the, clearly she can't go anywhere without it. So what the fuck is your problem? Forgetting the old wheelchair. But, you know, they're from Ottawa, so I get it. Just kidding. And of course, everyone's pulling through, posting different links to like Red Cross, et cetera, of where they can get wheelchairs. So that was a nice little bun story. Next we have, um, oh, what's that? Get that out of there. Next we have a post from Carly Ray Williams. And I was kind of shook because I know a girl named Carly Williams, but the Ray really, really threw me off here. But she goes, ISO help finding an open mic in, uh, sorry, an open mic law. ISO help finding an open walk-in clinic that won't have a five-hour wait. We'll trade good vibes. Now, what really got me about this post is that how informed people are about their health in the city. Being like a student at Ryerson, literally, I, for four years, I was hitting up all the walk-in clinics around the city. And I feel like I have a good sense of them now, but it's just so nice to see like there was at least six comments of people knowing like specific ones and like where to like go online to book an appointment or like how to do this. We're just a well-informed, healthy city and I love it, kids. I just love it. Dana. Oh, she posts something that really I identified with. So she goes, hey, Buns, I was randomly sent some charcoal powder for, yes, you've guessed it, my teeth. Looking for a cider or something else. So this is 100% natural teeth whitening, activated organic charcoal. Now, 
I have done this before, okay? I've been doing this, okay? I have a video about it actually of me reviewing a brand on my LDM uh, YouTube page. And goddamn, this thing is disgusting. Like, I do see results, yes, but goddamn, that charcoal powder all up in your mouth, you feel like you're literally like, you just took a bite of a chimney. You took a bite of a chimney and you said, hopefully this will make me beautiful. And in the end, it didn't. <laughs> Maybe it did a little bit. But I just loved that post. I was like, the teeth whitening. Now it's on buns. You know, like, we're, we're here for it. We're all here for it. This is probably the best self-bump I've ever seen. So, obviously, sometimes when people post stuff, people say bump to, you know, fuck with the Facebook algorithm. So, it becomes, like, the first seen uh, thing, a first post on the, on the group. So Adrian posts uh, some like random Ikea mattress that she's trying to trade, okay? And nobody responds to it. So she posts Bumpin' Myself and it's that song Feeling Myself by Beyonce and Nicki Minaj. She's like, bumping myself, I'm bumping myself, I'm bumping, I'm bumping, I'm bumping myself, I'm bumping myself. I just loved it so much. It's one of my, it's one of my favorite songs. So I just love that self, that self bump. We all got to do it from time to time. Next, we got some uh, something that I was just like, whoa, I really just don't even know what this is, but I'm into it. And it kind of segues into something I'll be doing next week, um, which is doing a collab podcast with the Crystal Ballroom. Yes, that's right. I've been talking about it for literally this whole year that I've been doing this podcast. And I'm so excited to finally do it. But basically, this person is looking to create an altar for their like tarot card reading, like setup, essentially. They go witchy pagan Wiccan buns. ISO altar items and call candles, cauldrons, crystals, cool cloth. Oh my gosh, they all start with a C. They did that on purpose, maybe. But the things you need here, it's like, I didn't even know you need salt. It's very important for the altar. It's protective and purifying, and it represents the Earth's energy. Got some cast iron bells. What's this? A candle. That's more typical than I had wanted it to be. But yeah, so these are all things that maybe I'll be encountering with. Encountering with? That I will encounter next week when we do our reading with the Crystal Ballroom. So excited for that collab app. And we'll see you then for it. <laughs> this was the weirdest, again, trade item. Lots of weird items that people are like, I need this and I'll give you this random ass thing. Michael says, I need 20 reusable takeout containers unused. And he will trade you a $10 gift card to the Canadian Mint. I'm going to let that sit in. The Canadian Mint. What the frick? Are people buying at the Canadian Mint? Listen, nobody wants collector toonies, bruh. Okay. Nobody wants your collector toonies. What I will do with that $10 gift card to the Canadian Mint is buy 10 loonies and use it to get on the subway. That's what I would do with that. What can you even get at the Canadian Mint? I would love to maybe see. Maybe there's some cool hats. Maybe a bracelet. Maybe a keychain. You never know. You never know. I've never been to the Canadian Royal Mint, but I know there's one in Ottawa or something along those lines. Who knows? Who cares? Not this girl. Next, we got a follow-up from a few weeks ago. This was the story about um, 
the girl that uh, was posting about the dogs in like Winnipeg, how there was a surplus of like rescue dogs and they were overflowing there. And if you were flying from X place to Toronto with WestJet, that you could bring actually these dogs on with you to then bring them to the Toronto Humane Society so that they can, you know, find a home because there's like a surplus of them. So this is a follow-up. Basically, she posts again. This is only a few days ago. Now, instead of from Winnipeg, now it's from Montreal. Okay, so we now have a surplus in Montreal. So if you're flying from Montreal to Toronto with WestJet, take a look at this. Maybe try and help some of these little puppies find a little home. A little home. All right, what else we got here? Okay, this was kind of a fun little thing that I'm sad that I missed out on. I wish I had seen it earlier. But Nadia posts basically free clothes, ISO nothing. Ladies, small, medium, and large, men's suits and leisure wear. She's basically turned her entire uh, living room into a thrift store. Like she's got coat racks and racks and racks and racks on racks on racks of items and clothing all over. And people were loving this. And she was like, you're available to like come over from 2 p.m. to 8.30. Come get some free clothes. Now she posts again the following day saying, wow, today was fun. I want to thank everyone that came by and took some stuff. It was amazing to meet some of you lovely buns. And even better to see us getting along and laughing and exchanging fashion advice and tips. You guys warmed my heart. So round two, um, this happened on February 20th. And she's going to be there. Oh, my God. Is that today? Oh, my gosh. That, that's today. I kind of want to go really badly because she still has a lot of clothes left. But anyway, I just thought this was such a fun little thing. She basically set up a thrift store in her home. I was like, this is great. This is great. The city coming together. And how, like, trusting of her to, like, let people come into her, her home to, like, pick out some shit. I love it. I love it. Now, this trade is just, like, a funny sort of. Uh, like word thing Jennifer Hope posts scary owl maybe haunted or not and I'm like what the heck this thing looks like a like a tea coat like a thing that you like just hang on the wall like I was gonna say a tea cozy but it's not even has any like purpose it just looks like you need to hang it on the wall and it's this freaky like beige tinted owl with these like real ass looking eyes she goes, maybe haunted or not. And it's like, you don't play with me about being haunted or not, okay? If it's haunted, just tell us and we'll accept the ghosts along with said item. But don't play with me, you know? Don't play with me about my ghosts. Because I got real scared. We got Melissa ISO Electric Shave. Now, this is like a crazy aftershave, I guess. And it's in this vibrant green bottle and she goes does anyone have any unopened bottles of this for trade it's something that her grandpa would use very religiously and he would get they would get bottles for him every year for christmas however this year it seems to be more difficult to find and they can't find it in stores her grandpa passed away last year and it's his ba her dad's birthday coming up and she was hoping to get a, a bottle for nostalgia's sake and that's so sweet i effing love that story and of course buns pulls through lucas actually works at a kind of a weird um pharmacy that carried it so he ended up going to work and bought one for her and is giving it to her um within the next couple of days so this girl's gonna be able to give her dad this like 
memento that her grandpa used to use. So I thought that was just such a sweet little story that we found on buns. And the last one that I'll leave you with today, which is super jokes, um, Alana posts, did you forget your makeup bag on a forklift near Pearl Street? <laughs> I'm now at the concierge of 22 King Street West. So basically this along Pearl Street, which in some area, there's like this area on Pearl Street where it's kind of like a back alley to a lot of things. There's literally someone's beautiful little teddy bear makeup bag sitting on some random construction forklift. Oh, and this one got, it did get a lot of love on bun. So if you misplaced your makeup bag, you are somehow just wanting to get ready on the forklift. It's where waiting for you. All right, guys, that is it. Thanks so much for tuning in again. Again, next week we'll be here with uh, Crystal Ballroom. I'm super, super effing excited for that. And we will see you then. As always, have a great week and we'll see you later. Too much shit in your apartment? Get rid of it today on the Buns app. Available in the App Store, Google Play Store, or online at buns.com. So, like I said, the interview this week is with Boris. If you don't know who Boris is, you probably have never been to Buns Helping Zone or some of the other Facebook Bun Zones. He is notorious, um, infamous even, for giving advice and answering questions and being really great at it. So great, in fact, that we've decided to give him his own segment on the podcast called Ask Boris. But before we start asking Boris questions uh, that he will answer, well, I guess he's still answering my questions, but we need to find out more about him. What makes Boris tick? Who is Boris? So uh, that's the interview this week. Thanks, guys. Okay. Happy New Year, Buns. This is, uh, it won't be the first episode of 2018. I almost said 2017 there. But this is the first interview that I've done in 2018. So, uh, Happy New Year, guys. Welcome to ISO The Buns Podcast. I'm here with, I don't know, what would you call yourself? Buns Celebrity? Buns Guru? Buns Advice Columnist? uh, Boris? Boris will do fine, yeah. How's it going, man? I'm doing all right. Doing good. all right. Good, good. Yeah. Um, okay, so, uh, I mean, full disclosure here, uh, I was turned on to what you do by the guys at the office. They're like, you got to talk to this guy. This guy <laughs> has been dispensing <laughs> advice all over buns and uh, should be talked to on mic, but uh, maybe you can give me a better rundown of... Uh, of what Boris does on buns, um, I post. I post fast, and I post strong, and I post with one hundred percent confidence. Nice. No, I. Uh, yeah, I. I don't know. I'm just a guy. Um, I have no idea how this happened. I just kind of rolled into it, but I guess it works for me. Um, I have some strange compulsion to just answer people's questions and generally be helpful in mm-hmm. that regard. It's something I've always done. Just don't ask me why. My brain does strange things. Yeah. Um, yeah. And I just did that on buns and just people noticed, I guess. So for anyone not familiar, when you say that this sort of happened, what what is it exactly that happened? Um, 
I don't know, just people start remembering your name and your face, and eventually it gets kind of weird. Like, you end up with fans, I guess is the word. Right. Like, you know, like I'll just get notifications, and there'll be a thread about something in the helping zone or the the home zone, and someone will be like, oh, yeah, yeah, Boris is the guy you want to talk to. And then people start sending you messages, you know, like uh, like DMs and stuff like that. You've become the guy to come to for answers. That's... Fair, yeah. Where answers of, a, of, a, of like a fairly broad nature. But uh, before we get into all of that, uh, tell me a little bit about, about yourself. Where did, you, uh, where did you grow up? Are you from Toronto originally? Uh, born and raised, yeah. Oh, that's rare. Yeah. That's really well, rare. Yeah, I'm stretching it a bit. Um, it's, I will very grudgingly admit that I did live in um, you know, like the GTA, like the suburbs from like when I was a teen until... Which one? Like oh I was up in Vaughn. Vaughn. Like, I don't know if it's the worst one, but it's pretty bad. No, it's not that. Uh, I mean, I knew I knew a bunch of people. I lived uh, in North York uh, uh, when okay. I was younger and uh, went to school. Do you know Mackenzie William Lyon Mackenzie? Yeah, I heard of it by Downsview Station. But uh, we had a bunch of of students who lived in Vaughn, so a bunch of my buddies were up there. And mm. uh, yeah, I'm familiar. It's not, but to me, that's like Toronto now, basically, right? Like it, Toronto's become so like massive and and sweeping that like anyone around that area like if you're from brampton if you're from vaughn if you're from something like you like because you you basically hung out in toronto and grew up in the city i assume you yeah. know on weekends and whatever yeah, yeah like I, I used to live like downtown downtown and then you know when i was a teen like my parents moved so yeah you go with them what are you gonna do but yeah lived here or very close nearby for pretty much my whole life yeah nice so you're you're kind of intimate with the city at what point because now it's like a phenomenon but at what point did you become familiar with buns uh pretty early on um maybe just throwing a guess out there like maybe three-ish two three years ago maybe um it was still pretty small yeah um i had a friend who was like hey there's this secret group it's called buns like weird i know yeah Yeah. and it was yeah i think this is still when it had something like this is the main trading group something like i don't know maybe like 20 i remember it was less than fifty thousand people at the time it was some smaller number and i just hung out there forever and moved out to the helping zone and other things where i've you know like where where i now call my home right i guess it's uh and i guess at that point it hadn't spawned like hundreds of offshoots it was all just people posting in that one in that one little secret group that's not really secret anymore (laughs) Yeah, yeah, it was it was the home of true trades and and core and, and core buns feeling and yeah stuff. and and I mean there's still kind of crazy stories that come out of buns but at that point there was all sorts of weird stuff that people not weird is not the right word all sorts of like really kind-hearted things that you know people were looking for help or uh, you know they were ISO whatever in a pinch and then. It magically everyone you know people would just come through it was, it was pretty crazy time but now i think it's uh it still has that spirit it's just everyone it's not a secret anymore you know it's <laughs> yeah. not not kind of like a nod and wink it's kind of weird if I, if we pass somebody our age on the street and they don't know what buns is i'm like what are you yeah. not are you not from here or something yeah but uh so you lived in the trade zone but now have relocated <laughs> to the helping zone uh what attracted you to the helping zone um it let me indulge my neuroses of which there are many um (laughs) yeah for the most part it was just posting like doing my thing yeah like 
I don't know, other people have regarded just like the, the way I, you know, approach stuff as like, that seems like a lot of work. And it's like, well, this, this is what I do for fun, dude. Like, right. <laughs> like providing re amp or research isn't, isn't exactly the right word, but like not just providing an answer, but reasons for the answer, I guess. Yeah, I guess like not to toot my own horn, but it seems like I'm pretty thoughtful and, you know, willing yeah. to give like reasoned and well, you can, you can toot your own horn because I mean, it was enough that people were like, you got to talk to this guy. <laughs> right. Yeah. So, um, I, I, I do got to say that that was, that was bizarro going to like the buns office and just being like, Oh, here are your fans. Did you like and it? It, was, like, it was, yeah, it was cool. Oh yeah, definitely. But it was like, holy moly it's just like I'm, i don't know I'm, I'm just some dick like yeah like nice to meet you i'm very grateful but it's it's been it's been a wild ride yeah but i can tell you that i think uh people at the office especially notice when something is happening on buns and clearly uh the answers that you were providing were noteworthy enough to for people not just at the office but for people in general to kind of take notice but did it start by you looking for help in the helping zone or you just kind of were like, let's see what this is about. Yeah. Yeah. I just, I kind of gravitated there on my own. Like that's something that I'll do like in any environment, like mm -hmm. for better or for worse. And like a lot of the time, normally it's not necessarily the most helpful or one. It is like a lot of people just want to figure their own shit out. Like yeah. it's all right, dude. Right, but right. in this one, it's like, nope, everybody wants to know something. And it's like, well, I'm pretty good at researching. I've got this encyclopedic knowledge of just infinite bullshit um <laughs> that i can't really turn off and it's like well i will use my powers for good walking talking bathroom reader yeah um so you do you do a lot of research when you provide an answer it's not sort of like an off-the-cuff sort of situation yeah um like i think one thing that, that has always bothered me in that kind of like environment is people giving bad advice like i don't know like like there's bad advice that's like subjective where it's like i don't know dude that sounds like a bad idea but like you do you you know right. versus i don't know like oh i have a medical issue and people are like oh you know like put put garlic on it and this thing that suggests you may have diabetes will just go away right and just that kind of just genre of like just straight up irresponsible stuff and it's one of those things where i've always felt very strongly compelled to kind of jump in and just you know be like actually here's a bunch of papers on this and that and that right. kind of thing so but do you think that a lot of that stems from people um wanting to validate their own sort of responses to certain situations or actions i mean if if uh you know if you went through a similar thing and then you were just like i'm gonna fucking use garlic or whatever and you're like <laughs> i got it right you know yeah then that that's what the, they're just throwing it out there to kind of make themselves feel better about how they handle the situation. Right. I, I feel yeah. like that's the majority of it. And I mean, there is something to be said about experience, but one person's experience is not necessarily absolute. Yeah. 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 I think it's probably, you know, like a split of that and a split of just people genuinely trying to be helpful, but not necessarily actually doing so. Right. Um, yeah. I mean, there's plenty of things where people can just, you know, run their mouth about or whatever. And like, you know, like God fucking bless. But yeah. Um, well, it's the internet, right? Oh, yeah. <laughs> People yeah, can exactly. say whatever they want. It's it's awful. It's it, the worst. It, but at so. least with with buns, there's a little. I mean, <laughs> a slight more, a, sli a slightly larger amount of uh, accountability because it's 
you know, on Facebook or whatever. I mean, you can create fake accounts, obviously, but you know, a lot of times there's a name, a name with a photo attached. So yeah, yeah, and like not just that. Like, I think it's there's a sort of community accountability that's something that's really nice. And in certain zones, I think it's one of like the biggest advantages they have. Mm-hmm. Like, for example, the home zone. Yeah. Um, like one of the, you know, like one of my favorite things about it as just a place for people to look for rentals yeah. is, and I'm sorry to the mods there who officially like aren't a big fan of this kind of thing, but it's one of those very, very rare things where tenants can actually tell people listing apartments, this is illegal, you know, you're not doing this according to the co, you know, according to the, um, you know, the RTA, yeah. um, they can tell them to go fuck themselves if it's warranted and if it's not warranted to be fair yeah but it puts a certain measure of power and a certain measure of like judgment's definitely the wrong word but a certain you know on things that are otherwise pretty imbalanced right right, right. It, it gives a kind of community voice from a perspective that rarely has one and I think that's something valuable in places like, especially, yeah, like the home zone's the big one, but in other places too, help zone, yeah. that kind of thing. Like, So it's kind of like a Wikipedia thing. Do you think that the community is good at self-regulating? Um, sometimes, sometimes not. Uh, yeah. it, it can be hit and miss. You know, there have been, in general, you know, that kind of self-policing that happens is generally... Um, good i mean there's been some things that were you know disappointing or like you know that i wasn't a fan of right um i think in aggregate it's a good thing yeah yeah. it's just something that i really wish you know could be reined in from time to time when you know it it when the collective wrath lands on someone who just absolutely does not deserve it or you know is just coming from a position of ignorance instead of you know maliciousness or whatever i totally agree i that that's kind of one of my largest um concerns sometimes when when certain situations like that come up and the pendulum swings a little too far in the other direction i think mm-hmm. but um yeah i think on a whole people are are pretty good at uh at working this sort of stuff out so you mentioned uh earlier on that uh you know, you've answered a lot of questions and people have come to know your name. Do people message you directly for answers, you know, outside of the, the group situation? They certainly do. Um, at first, people just did it of their own volition, mm-hmm. I guess. Like, at first, it was just people messaging me and being like, yeah, hey, you know, like, I don't know you, but I was going to post a thread and hope you would comment on it. So I'm just going to message you directly with right. my question. It's like, well, I'm flattered. Okay. Yeah. You know, I'll, um, I'll take a look at it. And, um, and just apologies if that person was you and I never responded because on Facebook, a lot of stuff gets routed to like the like mystery, yeah, uh, like vanishing message box that hides things from you until six months later. It's so bizarre. Sometimes like I, people have said that they've sent me messages and I just have just never got them. Yeah. It's a little, it's a little spotty. It seems like, yeah, like. Mark Zuckerberg's grand algorithm just seems to frown on things once in a while. I mean, I, I understand the the need to sort of filter spam because uh, I don't know if you remember the Facebook days, but uh, or Facebook, the MySpace days. But, yeah, but yeah. Uh, you know, you'd get all sorts of junk messages from people you didn't really know. And I, I guess this is their way of trying to stop that, but it doesn't really help with the whole community building aspect of it. Mm-hmm. But so, yeah, you get a lot of messages from... Uh, 
Yeah, yeah. Um, and now they are coming from a, a second source, or towards a second name, I guess. Um, the uh, podcast uh, that I myself am um, spinning up have been slowly working towards. It's uh, been on the back burner for a while mm-hmm. in between uh, school and something between two and three jobs and, um, you know, like right. my own side hustles, that kind of thing. Um, but yeah, I've been spinning up my own uh, podcast. The Nitty Gritty hasn't been 100% um, hammered out. But yeah, the core of it is uh, answering people's questions. Like kind of a, um, how did I phrase it? A, uh, shit. It's all right. Uh, yeah, the magic of editing. Um, fuck, what's it called? Uh, uh, Dear Cruz, right. Oh, yeah, yeah, okay. Yeah, um, it's kind of imagined as a sort of a, been calling it a dirtbag, dear prudence. Nice. Um, Just, you got any kind of random question about just about damn near anything, you know, your Mm -hmm. radiator's not working, your landlord's being a dick, you got relationship problems, you want to know something weird about me, like, I don't really care, you know, the the floor is open. Right. You know, I'll tackle it and, um, you know, do some research if I have to, and then answer it anonymously, you know, for the the benefit of everyone. Nice. I Um, like it. Yeah. Well, maybe we can uh, we can help you with that. But uh, <laughs> what's some of the more bizarre questions you've gotten? If you're allowed to ask, say, <laughs> yeah. I, don't, I, don't, I mean, we're not going to call it anyone who's asked you these questions, but maybe you can enlighten me with some questions that are a little bit uh, outside of the ordinary. Yeah. Um, let's see. There have been one or two that were extremely thinly veiled uh, passes at me. Oh, really? Um, yeah. Like, I had this question about this outfit or whatever, and it's like, dude... Dude, 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 you, you, you're going off a Rapin painting and a snarky internet persona right now. <laughs> just, just, just take a step back and, and, and reevaluate. Right, um, right. There are those, not too many of those, but it happens and it's always kind of mesmerizing when it does. Um, I guess some people don't really see it as a persona though. You know what I mean? Like th- they don't know, you know, it's like. Uh, when some people meet cele- like TV celebrities, they assume that they're their characters on TV oh, or, yeah. or they behave like their characters on TV as opposed to what they're actually like. Yeah, yeah. Like, I, persona's maybe the wrong word that might be a little misleading in the sense of like, I'm not doing an act per right. se. But they don't actually know you. Uh, yeah, yeah. And like, also it's like, I've, I've been on the internet like forever in a day. Mm-hmm. Like, just, you know, like, posting you know like on the internet forum mean streets since you were like you know like pretty much an adolescent until you're an adult like a it fucks up your brain yeah and b it just yeah you you know you kind of develop a way of approaching things that is advantageous to you in whatever environment sure so in a lot of cases it's you know like a lot more snarky or sarcastic or you know confrontation right. or whatever than i am in real life and yeah well you have time to think of your responses and measure them and, and do all these things that, you know, in real life, you kind of, if you pause the conversation in the middle, which come out with a, the funniest response, it'd be a little bit of oh, a yeah. weird conversation. Everybody be an amazing conversationalist. <laughs> yeah. 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 But, um, yeah, but yeah, no, I'm not doing a character or anything like that. No. So, uh, yeah, outside of, outside of that, what are some of the other sort of bizarre things that you've heard right. from, from people? Anything stick out in your mind immediately? <laughs> Do you know what I mean? Uh, yeah. Um, 
People have asked me for relationship advice. Um, I feel like that's probably a common one, right? Eh, you'd be surprised. Um, like, I mean, people ask like the group in general for relationship advice, but I think like I'm the guy that people like message me about when it's like, oh, how are swords made? Or, you know, like what's in this paint? Or yeah, like my sink's leaking or whatever. Not so much relationship advice, but I don't know. When it has happened, it's... Yeah, that's another one where I think you're just kind of... Not, not so much bizarre as just like... You're gambling a lot on someone who may be terrible at relationships for all you know. Right. And that's, I feel like those types of answers are harder to put research into. I mean, I'm sure there's some research that can be done, but like, it's not as uh, quantitative as yeah other things like how yeah, a sword like, is made. Yeah, that's, that's my bread and butter. Um, I did have somebody who was... Uh, writing a book, contact me and ask a bunch of really in-depth metallurgical questions. Oh, interesting. Which is like, uh, for the listeners at home, uh, like that, that's like, that's my deepest subject. Like I have like academic knowledge on like metalworking and just like how it interfaces with just society and economics going back, you know, 10,000 years or so. Um, and yeah, I did a, like basically did a bunch of like, uh, I guess consulting for a novel, like a novel someone was reading, like a that's crazy a writing rather. Yeah, 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 it wasn't wasn't like a self published thing or you know it was picked up by an actual publisher. They were just yeah. like, I want to make sure I got this stuff right. So you know, I sat down and I wrote fifteen, I think it was something like fourteen to fifteen thousand words about. Wow. Oh God, what was it? Um, was this someone that that found you on Buns? Uh, yeah. Wow. Yeah. Um, they're not like a buns person or like, not like a, you know, like a personality, but there sure. was someone who knew of me through it. Yeah. yeah and, yeah. um, God, it was, yeah, I think it was about oh, lead and copper smelting in the bronze age and the specifics about fabrication and like, like if this was made this way, how would this artifact like be interpreted like socioeconomically mm -hmm. and it was just like I, I just lost my shit like you know i just like cleared my schedule and just <laughs> like did it like wrote an academic paper on this because it was just like that's the kind of stuff i go nuts about because it's like oh no this is interesting to me yeah that's amazing because i imagine that doesn't come up too often no no that was that was dessert for me yeah um but like that's that's very specific and very weird yeah yeah that's um that's really but it's really interesting that they they kind of knew of you and uh, seeked you out for the answer to this question. Yeah, I, I think they asked somebody, like some, like a friend they had who was more in buns. Like, right. do you happen to know anybody? And I guess they pointed to me, I, like just in general for general stuff. And yeah. I just like, funny you should ask. I just happened to know a, a shitload about that very specific thing. So, well, okay, let's talk about that for a second then, because we're sitting here in the midst of a workshop. <laughs> yeah, how is it that you know so much about that specific thing? Um. This is technically a living room. Uh, functionally, it's pretty much a workshop, for better or for worse, yeah. Um, I am a trained uh, blacksmith. I actually went to Fleming College's uh, artisan blacksmith program, so I have like an actual like credential that's recognized elsewhere. I think there's one school in North America that does it. And wow. I did that because I like getting an education that pays for itself afterwards. That was... Uh, yeah, it's a joke. <laughs> it doesn't. Uh, <laughs> but yeah. I imagine. See, now you can you can correct me, obviously, because I don't know anything about this world. But I imagine that because it's so specialized, right? Like you said, there's only one place that does it. 
there's probably not a lot of people that come out of it doing this thing. And so when somebody needs work like that done, there's only a few people that can do it, right? Yeah, this is true. But it's when people need work like that done, they usually have so much money that they often have like a guy. Uh, okay. If you can believe it or not, like that's... Yeah, every pro blacksmith I know has been like, oh man, yeah, if you get like a patronage client, like a person who just comes back to you, like you're you're set. You're going to put your kids through school. My Other first thought was like, you have to get to the movies or something, right? Like, <laughs> I imagine that there, there's a lot of call for that sort of stuff when it comes to props and... Yeah, I, I actually did used to uh, to work in a um, in a prop house in uh, in Toronto. Um, oh, I, nice. I won't say which, but it yeah. was... Um, it was uh, it was a good time. Um, they did some very interesting work. So there is, yeah, there are niches for that. It's mm -hmm. mostly like ar architectural or, you know, orna like ornamental big stuff, which is like really I'm not interested in. I do, I do very small time consuming and finicky stuff, which weirdly enough, absolutely nobody will pay what it's worth. So interesting. <laughs> I make uh, I make stuff that makes me happy and you know gifts yep. and the occasional commission, but uh, so it's art. Yeah. yeah, but um, I also do happen to have a side thing that I'm um, that I've also been working on forever and a day. Uh, smoke and Hammer Forge. It is a artisanal uh, smoke and dab uh, company. Um, I make some extremely fancy uh, dab tools and uh, roach clips and stuff out of uh, titanium, sterling silver, just. Uh, it's nice stuff. I put a lot of work into them. Um, hopefully, I'll be getting it into uh, head shops and stuff real soon. I'm um, just uh, nailing down the last couple few things. But uh, I feel like that's right up the Buns Alley. So, yes. Is there a website? Uh, yeah, yeah. Uh, Smoke and Hammer Forge. Uh, that's uh, and like uh, typed out. Uh, Not an Hammerforge dot com. Um, yeah. And my uh, Instagram is uh, yeah at uh, Smoke and Hammer Forge. Uh, either of those, and you'll be able to uh, see what I got. That's it's amazing. Nice stuff. It's nice stuff. Do you ever uh, do you ever trade anything that you've created on Vons? Oh yeah, absolutely. Um, like I've uh, a couple times I've traded um, like uh, not uh, defective, but uh, like uh, manufacturing seconds for uh, like uh, the the smoke and dab tools, uh, like oh, yeah. proto prototypes, prototypes I didn't roll yeah. with stuff like that. Yeah. Um, other stuff I've made, yeah, like I've. Um, a couple of things I've forged, I've sold like uh, or traded rather. Yeah. Um, like you know, like just blacksmith stuff, like uh, S hooks, like just little trinkets, ornamental things. Uh, I'm I'm looking around and I don't see an anvil. <laughs> it's it's oh it's wait I do see an anvil. It's I was it's literally hiding behind my 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 monitor. It's I was I was trying to make a joke, but uh, <laughs> it's a baby. There is one. Yeah, I've got a hundred pounder at uh, in my parents' garage that I go home and do real work on. I just I want to see you kneel over it and like pound on a sword or something. That's just I think that's <laughs> everyone who doesn't know anything about metal work. That's just like or maybe just nerds or whatever. But like that's my first sort of like oh yeah you know the dwarf with the hammer and the anvil. But uh, <laughs> that's pretty amazing, man. I mean, I, this it's like a totally different world for me. Obviously, I know that it exists, but like I've never known anyone who creates these things. Yeah, there's not a whole lot of us, and most of the people who try it out don't stick with it. Like, I mean, I've ended up specializing in um, the, the finicky thing I referenced is called chasing and repoussé. It's this very slow sheet metal technique, mm -hmm. and it's like, nobody does it. It's basically extinct. Like, professionals, there's like a handful of them in the world left. Yeah. There's only a couple places you can learn it from, like, an actual, you know, like, master, I guess, but it's... 
like yeah like the, the the more useless and difficult to monetize and like time consuming to learn the more interested i am in it so i kind of understand that though I, I understand like i mean at, at its base level there's also like a certain romantic quality to these things that are like almost lost to the world and like just being able to to do that and be a part of it or whatever it's just like you know, and personally, I like things that are 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 crafted by individuals, made by hand, that sort of thing. Like, mm-hmm. and I think most people probably do. Um, and there's just like something to it, and it's more personal, and it's just more unique or whatever. This is. I I mean, I don't know the words for it, but there's just something about it, and I think that people probably appreciate that sort of thing. Oh yeah, yeah. I mean, that was like the appeal for me. Like, it sounds weird, but I have these. I have these little a couple little bowls are made of pewter mm-hmm. and I like them a great deal because like I, like I got into metalworking at first like essentially as therapy like that sounds kind of weird but it was just you know one of those things that's very I've always found it soothing you know the right. work just goes and it you know puts puts the mind at ease and I have a couple little bowls made of pewter that I um I mean I, you know I, I alloyed the pewter myself and I drew them out into billets, like, you know, under the hammer, and right. I just shaped them all by hand. And it's one of the, each bowl, it's just, you know, it looks like it's nothing. And each one took, you know, like 10, 15 hours to make. And right. they're great because, you know, they just, they represent a bunch of work and, you know, effort and sweat and I frustration lo- poured I out. I love that this. sort of thing. When yeah. it's like not, you know, you can see the little dents and, and all that stuff. It just like, there's character there, I think. But I, I, to go back to the whole question thing, I think, <laughs> yeah. I, no, 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 but I think it's interesting because I think that it, it kind of relates, right? Like you like activities that you kind of meticulously pour over uh, certain details, you know, to get, to get it right. And I think that answering questions, the way that you answer them is probably a very similar. It's not just like, here's an answer. You know, you are taking in this question and sort of shaping your answer the same way that you would say this bowl or whatever. Like you're taking your time figuring out, you know, where to hit it or whatever. Like it, it it's it's another form of sort of like a meticulous uh, behavior. And I think that uh, maybe that's why people gravitate towards um, you and the the questions that you answer. Yeah. Um, so let's talk about this. Uh, you you said that you were thinking about starting a podcast, and uh, I mean. You know what? I'll just whatever. Like we we kind of got together, not got together, but started talking at one point about about helping you make that happen. What mm-hmm. do you sort of envision? Like, do you do you want people emailing you in questions for this sort of thing? Yeah, yeah. Um, I have gotten some uh, mm-hmm. so far, and um, yeah. Um, so if people have the, questions, where can they where oh, can they contact? They you? can. Uh, s- the best place to send your questions is to ask Boris at buns um that's how you know it's official guys oh yeah oh yeah yeah i got the email and everything um yep they won't get lost that way uh you know i'll get the notification and i can have a look-see at them so uh yep that's the best place but you can also dm me on facebook you know your boy boris pavlovich um and i imagine it's confidential if if people want it to be absolutely yep um if you want me to answer something like privately just for you i can do that otherwise yeah i'll answer them anonymously with any you know uh, revealing information uh, removed um you know on on the actual uh show yeah um yeah i don't know i might spice it up something beyond that um yeah, I got some. I got some ideas. You know, I could like a platform. You know, to just talk for. You know, at exhaustive <laughs> length about obscure metal things, 
where it's like, oh, yep, today, today, guys, it's going to be Scythian goldsmithing. Strap in. And, so, uh, you know, just, yeah, I got some ideas. I might do, you know, like a pilot run with a couple different things, see what sticks. But the question thing, uh, that, that's, a, that's, a, that's a good anchor, I feel. People, right. people like that. I love it, man. That's what, like, I love when, uh, when people um, sort of ride in with questions and other people dispense advice, regardless of who it is, <laughs> you know, whether it be uh, a comedian or a licensed professional or just a caring individual. I think that uh, just getting another perspective on a situation is always helpful. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I, I should add that I am not a professional in any way, shape, or form, either formally or informally. Um, I'm just a guy who read too many books as a child and it like messed my, messed my brain up. Um, yeah. Beyond but that. I um, prefer somebody answering my question who's read too many books than not enough. <laughs> That's fair. So, okay. Is there anything else that you want to uh, tell the people before, uh, before we, we part ways here? Anything that you want to plug or whatever? <laughs> I mean, keep your eye out for, uh, Boris's podcast. I think maybe we might even throw him up on a couple of these ISO episodes uh, to get started. But uh, anything else you want to let people know about? Uh, no, pretty much just the stuff we've already run over. Um, I do some nice metalworking. Check out my Insta at uh, Smoke and Hammer Forge, uh, smokeandhammerforge.com. I have some very nice stuff. Makes stellar gifts, or if you just want to treat yourself. Um, yeah, the podcast is going to be coming out soon. Um, the uh, we've been rolling with uh, Ask Boris for now. It's got a nice ring to it, but that might uh, change in the future. Um, beyond that. Uh, Thanks for all the support, um, and I do mean that sincerely. It is kind of bewildering to have somebody make a thread like this. This was like almost six months ago at this point, I think. Someone made a thread where it's just like, "Yeah, let's in the help zone." You know, thanks to Boris Pavlovich. What's the thing he's helped you most with? You know, and that's was, really interesting. Yeah, there was like a hundred posts on it, and it was like I do have to say it made me a little misty-eyed. Well, it's good though because like I imagine that when you first started answering people's questions, you weren't you weren't like. I'm going to, you know, capture the attention of these people. It was just like, I'm going to give these people an answer. And it seems like people are, are gravitating towards them. So clearly you're doing something right. I, I mean, I've, I've only answered a handful of questions, but nobody's, no one's telling me what a good job I've been doing. So, <laughs> uh, yeah, man. Thanks for sitting and chatting. Uh, guys, check out Smoke and Hammer Forge and email Boris at askboris at buns.com. Thank you. Thank you so much. Have a good one, guys.